Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Ghost Ziders in the Sky. That's mm. courtesy of Johnny Davis, mm. uh, which is, I think, the name of a fantasy novel. Um, uh, I did not know that. Mm. did not know that. But good name for anything, really. Ghost, Cider, ghost Writers in the Sky? Ghost Ciders. Ghost Ciders. Um, I'm Jack. Ghost Ciders. Ghost Ciders. Uh <laughs> I'm Jack, your Miles. Yes. Uh, it Fun. is the end of the week. Uh, we're a little punchy, um, but Oof. we made it Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, here are some things that are trending. Apparently, Miles, there is a feeding frenzy going on among oh, the shit. agencies when it comes to Squid Game. Okay. Um, that's what Deadline's reporting, which is always, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't got my mind around like the very strange way that people write in the industry trades but um i (laughs) like even though i've been reading it for 15 years there's just still something so uncanny and uh like i can't get my mind around what i hate about it or like if i hate it but it's just so strange um but anyways uh the thing that like none of the uh actors or even the writer director of squid game were not rep uh by any of the big agencies Keep it in that Hollywood. Way. So they're they're getting the stops thrown out for them. Netflix is doing like a, a squid game like event <laughs> where they're like, hey, you guys see this thing? We fucking nailed it. Uh <laughs> in in Hollywood. Uh and I think it's also probably at least partially because the agencies were like, get these people over here. Right. get them all in one place um but yeah you know super talented uh cast and you know of probably uh for the most part very extremely successful actors in yeah, already absolutely um, but uh i hadn't realized they made that show for two million dollars an episode each one of those episodes cost two million dollars that thing looked better than most of like the Daniel Craig Bond movies. Like that thing looked fucking amazing. That dude is I went from being like that guy's really fucking talented to that motherfucker is like You're like a I hate this worker. talented motherfucker. <laughs> Stretching <laughs> 2 million just like hating that. Hating him. I mean, uh, that's not I mean, that's definitely that's a significant budget for TV, but I mean, when you consider like everything that you get out of it, you're like, fuck. I mean, that yeah. shit looked really good. I've never liked a uh, a first season as much as I like that without wanting to see a second season, as much as I don't want to see a second season of Squid Game. Yeah. Um, like, I just don't, I don't know. The director was talking about how they had to, like, really figure out, uh, like, how to really end it. And they're like, is he going to do the, you know, like, is this character, is it is it only about seeing his family after that? Or has going through the Squid Game sort of put in him this desire now to understand why these people that he eventually became friends with all had to die. Right. Um, but yeah, and I guess I they're know. both like heroic directions to go. Like, cause a lot of people died for Personally, something. He wants to add something to it, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, even the ending, I like better if it doesn't like, if it's not setting up a second season, if it's just like, that's, how right. they ended the story with him making a difficult decision and also like showing that he's been like just he can't get out of this he's like, yeah unable to escape that uh 
that gambler's uh you know dilemma chasing that dragon but hey, uh-huh. i'll watch season two so yeah yeah i will too i just like really i let it's, like it, yeah. loved season one to the point that i don't want to see it get fucked up by season right. two and i'm usually not like that i'm just like do whatever but like with with that show in particular i just really loved it acura integra hey uh, <laughs> it's back baby i love uh, it yeah i love it people I mean, I are was, I feeling love, a certain people are way. hating on it People are really hating on... Uh, so they haven't made an Acura Integra since uh, 2006, I think is what I saw. Um, and they're bringing it back. People are like, it's a it's a nostalgia play. Some people are calling it a cheap nostalgia play. Um, the font is that they have written on the... I mean, it's not not all cars will have writing Integra on blazoned on it. <laughs> right, but it does look like it's from another era uh the the font but it's um yeah i don't i don't quite get why people would be uh feel any sort of way like is there a there must be a car culture that i'm just not aware of that's like how dare you (laughs) like treat us this cheaply nostalgia i mean shit i would love for i mean really bring the old body style integra back i would love it if they brought the fucking honda prelude back i'd be fucking right there but I think over time the two door coupe style has just become like not practical. And I think, you know, like two door coupes are for people who sell drugs. Okay. Not right. people with families. Like, let's be real. All my friends, if you're serving, you had a two door coupe and <laughs> with a wild ass exhaust on it. Um, but I mean, I, I, I like this. I, I just, I, there are, there's a recent like Hyundai brought back a like old school Econo luxury car that they want to make all electric and people. And I was like, yo, this is fucking tight. I love seeing this old body style, but the complete modern treatment on the interior um, is wonderful. Um, and with this, I'm like, why are they talking about cheap nostalgia plays? Meanwhile, everyone's losing their shit over that Bronco coming back. And are people yeah. saying that shit? They're like, Ooh, the Bronco coming back. Yeah. So whatever. Like, I think it's cool. Get mad. Um, get don't get mad, but I don't I don't understand like the outright hatred of it. Right. Um I I do really like the the Bronco for some reason. Like that that car, that old Bronco is really having honestly having OJ. its time. Yeah, I think it I think we all just saw OJ driving it and we were just like We're man. See, like see, there goes an innocent man. That's how it's done. Um, <laughs> but I remember I, as a kid, the Bronco was like a meme car. You know, they're like, oh, Bronco, OJ. I feel yeah, like yeah, in yeah, LA, exactly. that's how we were all on that shit. Cause like, you know, like that chase happened when we were all like in fourth grade and shit. And I was like, ah, <laughs> Bronco is a dumb yeah. car. But then you see the new body type and you're like, okay, that's, I'm, I'm kind of fucking with that. But again, leave the Integra alone. Shout out to all the, the Honda fans out there, you know? Yeah, I mean this Jalopnik article that is like them, the backlash to the backlash, but they're just like a manual five door hatch with a limited, sli- I don't know what any of this shit means. Limited like, slip differential is that where you're going with that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> limited. There thi- he is. A limited slip diff that'll probably get the Type R motor down the line. Damn. Oh yeah. You oh. want that Type R? Oh god, it comes in fun colors too. Anything but that. So I mean, yeah, like what this shit right. looks dope. Yeah. Bring back fun. more retro cars, honestly. Like, I I feel that. Like that's what somebody I, I heard somebody make that 
claim on a podcast like a while back though like yo we love like retro shoes why aren't you doing that with cars and that right yeah like bring that shit back like why why not um 100 100%, 100%. they need to retro all car designs like i'm not i'm not joking i would probably rebuy my fucking a uh, honda prelude if they brought it back yeah like man. that's how much i love that fucking car i would buy for the fucking like volvo like weird tank volvo my mom bought used back in the day i don't know there's just like things if i saw them and like i'm like wait that shit's electric or like a hybrid plus like bluetooth and speakers i'm like okay yeah somebody was sharing a picture of like a chrysler from back in the day that uh they were acting like it was a new a new release (laughs) and uh it was dope like it's like yeah man that that shit actually looks really cool uh borax is trending uh what's this who's who's that well uh borax is not uh, a new sasha baron cohen character but it's trending because of a phenomenon that is sweeping anti-vax culture um there's a, a piece out from nbc news that's talking about how you know anti-vax quote anti-vaxxers are caving to mandates and getting the shot then they're scrambling to quote undo it by drawing blood cupping or drumroll please bathing in borax so they're un undoing mm-hmm. the vaccination mm-hmm. 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 uh oh okay that's how that's how fucking easy it is you bathe in fucking borax to undo i'm i don't even know man i really don't know and i don't know if i mean is there like a, is there, are we starting to see like a trend of people who are trolling anti-vaxxers who are so desperate to be like, yeah, man, I bathe in borax, y'all. Right. <laughs> Just to like start a trend because they will, do this shit. they'll do anything. But yeah, but unfortunately it's someone who's like a care, like a doctor on TikTok. Damn. Um, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a break before I lose consciousness from that story and, okay. uh, we'll, we'll do a quick sedition vibe check when we come back. And we're back, and you know the the Jan Six committee is uh still out there. Yeah. Um, uh, Bannon just got indicted. Bannon. Uh, that got the Bannon Bannon. <laughs> uh, that got the like siren treatment on the front page of Drudge. Like Bannon's been indicted. What? Um, so I. Uh, yeah, there's gonna be consequences or something. Yeah, let's see what he's at his if he's tough at his arraignment. Uh, mm-hmm. see what happens there. But it, it, prior to this, like, I mean, there was so much pressure on Merrick Garland to be like, hey, what the fuck? You didn't show up. Here we go. Mm-hmm. You need to actually do this shit or else you can, you might as well usher in. I mean, I think it might be too late, but uh, the fascist fix might be fully in if you don't take uh, control of the situation. And yeah, yeah, the grand jury is ready. Uh, so we shall see where that goes. I also know Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, Trump's old chief of staff, he was a no-show for his uh, appointment with the January 6th panel. Mm-hmm. So people are testing the waters, uh, and I guess we'll see how far it goes. I guess we'll see what Bannon is like, uh, you know, in this at his arraignment, if he's trying to still be tough. If he, I don't know. I, that's what I'm really curious to see is truly, where 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 does he go from here? Because it's not like he can get, he can get a pardon. 
Yeah. So I mean, this is you know we we've been on a run of stories where somebody did some wild, illegal, uh, deadly, murderous shit mm-hmm. uh, on camera in front of us. We got to see it. We saw what happened. Mm-hmm. And then, like with Rittenhouse, with Ahmaud Arbery, like, and fucking January 6th, where it just seems like, and then people are just like, nah, you actually can't get them to show up to court because uh, they're ignoring it. And it just seems like we're, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is a small, <laughs> small win, but uh, I, I just am tired of being told that the illegal uh, murders that were, that happened on Technicalities, camera. Technicalities, man. Technicalities only apply to white supremacist murders. So yeah, we'll have to keep we'll have to keep our uh, fingers crossed to see if uh, there is something called justice. But I mean, at, at this point, they've called more people to testify in front of the committee. There's people from Pence's inner circle because now they're being trying to be like, okay, let's see what we can put together based on what people on the on Pence's team were experiencing on the sixth. Um, then there's like there's a couple people who they've in invited to speak like michael flynn jason miller um this guy bernie carrick that are probably not going to cooperate just given their reputations they you know like it's like no i don't i don't i don't see them doing this i feel like they're gonna put up a big stink then there's some other people like angela mccallum who is the national executive assistant of election day operations whatever that means and she was a recent college graduate but they have a voicemail of her where she's trying, she's leaving a message for a Michigan legislator, just basically being like, "You got to approve an alternate slate of electors because fraud." Mm-hmm. So they're trying to be like, "Okay, so who the did you just do this on your own, or who told you to say that? Who told you to lean on them from this position?" It'd be interesting to see if Pence's people continue to carry that water. I mean, probably because he's a coward. But uh, Trump had a had an interview with a. Uh, someone named Jonathan Carl from ABC News. Jonathan Carl asked him if he was worried. This is actually a pretty smart line of questioning from Jonathan Carl. Because, uh, he asked, were you worried about him, Mike Pence, during the siege? Were you worried about his safety? Trump. No, I thought he was well protected and I had heard that he was in good shape. No, because I had heard he was in good shape. But no, I think. Uh, because you heard those chants. That was terrible. I mean, he could have, well, the people were very angry. I mean, they were saying, hang Mike Pence. Well, because it's common sense, John. It's common sense that you're supposed to protect. How can you, if your vote is fraudulent, right? How can you pass on a fraudulent vote to Congress? And then a little later on, how can you pass a vote that you know is fraudulent? Now, when I spoke to him, I really talked about it, all the fraudulent things that happened during the election. Oh, boy. Um, so he's basically like defending the people who are... Yeah, saying, 100%. 100%. Couldn't be clear that he was like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, that motherfucker should have caved. I don't know what the, how, where he found his fucking spine. Right. But yeah, I, it's, it, it, I mean, it's, I feel like it's pretty clear. So it's yeah. like, again, one of those things where it's like, uh, let the, let the, whatever this conclusion the panel comes to is, are, is it suddenly going to be like, ah, d- people don't care about that anymore. It's like, oh no. Yeah, it's um, so a I lot mean, of clear and present dangers people don't care about. So I guess that's par for the course given today's discourse. Not being able to fucking nail this one on like would really be a new high watermark for Democrats just being incompetent. 
it will be a whole chapter in a history book about this country oh, fucking okay. this up that bad and they're like it's really weird it's like they they just let the people walk closer and closer to them with a knife and they're like <laughs> hey 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 you better not hands. you better not you better yeah. not and it's like don't 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 well it turns out people are less less concerned about the person walking close to me with a knife uh while playing the sneaky music from pink panther so right. i think uh i think we're gonna have to just let this one let this one go oh they wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't they are they did Ooh. i'm in a camp the we used to talk more about a uh, civil war that's starting to become a popular uh conversation piece oh it's still hidden yeah i I feel like people are starting to catch up to I'm seeing like outlets that used to be like, that's crazy. Uh, start being like, that's, uh, I, I used to think that was crazy. And now, I'm uh, like, I, I literally saw somebody open an article being like, like, this is a thing that only people who are like part of the fringe or like, you know, paranoid used to think. Um, but now I, I'm taking it more seriously and it's like, well, maybe they saw something you didn't friend. Right. Um, I don't know how the fringe, these fringe journalists figured it out. I think they were like talking to people and <laughs> right. comparing that with other trends across history. But yeah, I mean, I think it is, it's probably very unsettling for very comfortable people to think that the country they live in could become so unstable. And I guess it's easier to just ignore it than really try and be like, no, this is a fucking problem and has to be addressed. Uh, Mexico versus USA is yep. trending. The grudge match. Yeah, this is the big, the main rivalry in, especially as it relates to qualifying for the World Cup. I mean, Mexico and the US are the big, like, you know, the big fix, the big teams in CONCACAF, which is our uh, regional confederation. But um, this is always a big, this is always a big game. It's always a big game for U.S. soccer fans and Mexican soccer fans. Um, yeah, we'll, hopefully the U.S. You know, the U.S. looks a lot better to uh, on on track to qualify for not this coming summer's World Cup, but next winter's World Cup in Qatar. So people oh. are watching with bated breath. Wow. Is that why is it happening next winter? Just oh, COVID because shit? they these uh, these human rights violators were able to buy a World Cup to greenwash and sports or rather sports wash their whole reputation. Um, and then FIFA's like, okay, yeah, 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 we'll cooperate with you. Oh, but your your climate is all—it's actually unfe—it's not even feasible to have an athletic tournament in the summer there. They tried to be like, we'll build air conditioners so big it'll blow your fucking face off and people like that's the most impractical thing i've ever heard of yeah and they're like fuck it just do it in november and then everyone's like what the fuck is that why are you, this doesn't even make sense it's supposed to be in the summer and you're going to interrupt domestic leagues and shit like that so it's all part of the farce that is the 2022 world cup and so mexico versus usa is going to determine who represents north and central america no there. i i no, like they're 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 gonna qualify the u.s and the Me and mexico are gonna qualify like it's it. it's only because last time it was a pretty abysmal performance uh from the u.s because right Got now it. in the standings in the final round the u.s and mexico are one and two okay don't disappoint us usa in soccer or as it's known internationally 
the kicky sport. <laughs> Internationally is soccer. Soccer, the kicky game. And the NBA, the beautiful game. Um, as we all know. As we all know. Uh, all right. Those are some of the things that are trending yep. here on Friday afternoon. We are back on Monday with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be yep. kind to yourselves. Get yes. the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Nope. And we will talk to you all on Monday. Bye. Later.